Hey everyone, welcome to another fun-filled, exciting edition of Grubbing with Swan. Today's guest is Brie Carter, who's an actress who's in Dog Park and Game On. Dog Park should be able to be seen this coming week in some parts of LA, I think Sunset Theater. And today we have a vegan burger, because my buddy Drew was telling me about the Impossible Burger, which I could not find anywhere. But... Yeah, it's a vegan burger with vegan pepper jack cheese, vegan bun, which I was very hesitant about asking if it was, uh, leeks, mushrooms, and that should be it. I was going to add bacon to mine. I didn't. Anyways, you guys, this week I'm actually running a half marathon in San Jose, the rock and roll one. Uh, I'm going to be up there Saturday night and then running Sunday morning. But if you guys like what you hear, uh, please like and subscribe to us. Find our Facebook page, it's Grubbing with Swan, or find us on iTunes. Well, if you're listening to this, you've probably found us already. But yeah, like, uh, subscribe, write a post. A post would be awesome. Appreciated. You guys, let's grub. <laughs> so today's guest, Bree Carter. Hello. Just got done explaining to me how she puts people in their place. <laughs> We're, oh my god, this chair is going to get thrown out in the near future. Uh, today we're having a vegan burger Woo! because Bree's vegan. Woo! And I had to explain to everyone, not explain to everyone, I had to, when I was at the store trying to buy a bun, I was like so, I approached him like, I'm sorry I have to ask you guys this. <laughs> I love how, like, when you become vegan, you're, like, really apologetic. I'm sorry. It's only, it's only if you work in restaurants, I think. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's very true, actually. Because other people are just blatant, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm vegan, so, like, I'm I vegan, can't eat so this or, like, this or, like, this or, like, this or, like, this. Oh, cool. Well, welcome to our steakhouse. <laughs> you didn't look... Well, why can't you accommodate me? We're a steakhouse. Can't we? we have a salad. <laughs> we usually feed it to the cows before we eat them. <laughs> I know. I'm like, don't you like go, like race? Do your research before you go eat? Like, no, people don't. They really don't. It's hilarious. Uh, when I was doing keto, I was like, always every time I was like, I'm really sorry. I have to ask. Like, can you do like not put that on? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just. It's like the shame. We just walk around with shame. And I'm really a good person. Shame. And I think it's only... You just got done telling me you're not a good person. Well, yeah, okay. I do put people... I beg to differ. Only when they're being dicks. Um, As you should. Yeah. Uh, Brie is a actress. She's in a movie that just got at LA Film Fest? What was uh, it? Downtown, downtown DT LA. So I guess downtown Los Angeles. I actually know a guy who had a film that he wrote and directed that was in it, too. Oh, nice. Uh, Hard Surfaces? It was Moleskine Diaries before they changed the name. Okay, that's a fantastic title. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they changed it, but they, I, my, mm. uh, but yeah, you were in Dog Park that just got yes. released to that. You were yes. like one of the perky friends. I was one of the main girls. The main girls or mean girls? Mean girls, which is also funny considering I'm just last topic. Um, yeah. Eat while you talk. No, it was fine. It was really fun. It wasn't a huge role, but it was a really, really fun role, which is why I took it because I was like, oh, I want to do this role so bad. Um, and it was just kind of this fun, like, if you've seen the actual Mean Girls movie, there is, like, the lead girl, which was played by this wonderful actress called Farrah Monet. And, um... That sounds like a chemical. Yes. Farrah Monet? Farrah Monet. Oh. 
a but huge difference. Yes, Sarah <laughs> Monet. Sorry, I speak very quickly. Um, and she was like the main girl, and then she has her two like besties who are you know do everything for her. And I was one of the two besties, and um, Lisa was the other girl. She was really funny too. Um, and we were just these like fabulous girly girls who just were like getting the dish. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know how much I can talk about because it, well, no, I can talk about it. Okay. I was like, so it's out. It gets, well, it, technically our premiere is this Friday. What? Yes. So the film festival was like kind of the prelim like premiere. And then we have our actual premiere this Friday and then it shows, um, I think it starts showing October 7th. So that's Saturday. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I can do at, in sunset at the arena let me just double check. Yes, Arena Cine Lounge on Sunset um, for a couple days. So it's like, basically this guy, Nick, he has the worst luck with women. Um, his girlfriend who breaks up with him is Farron's character. And then he's like, man, I can't get a girl. But he ends up still like babysitting or dog sitting her dog, even though they've broken up. We're dumb. He's that way. Yeah. Bless him. Super sweet, but whipped and he ends up still taking care of max who's this lovable bulldog it was so he was such a funny dog because he's just i mean bulldogs they like don't go anywhere they just kind of like sit there and drool and they're adorable and ends up taking him to a dog park and then meeting this other girl and jasmine and they have you know it's like a romantic comedy so they have this beautiful kind of back and forth she has a dog he has a dog kind of falling for each other then like Every, all the truth comes out and da da da. Not gonna spoil the ending in case you actually see it. But, anyways, because of social media in our world, us mean girls, we are Facebook stalk Nick and we find out that he is happy and we are not happy that he's happy so soon after the breakup. He's not allowed to be happy. Oh no, of course not. Wait, so who broke up with who? Uh, Farron. Who is her character's name is Sarah. Okay. And so Sarah breaks up with Nick and. It's just really funny. Then she's, like, out of town. She's, like, somewhere, like, in the Maldives or something. And, like, she's like, girls, I need you to do, like, get the recon for us. We're like, oh, my God, yes. So we just, we go undercover at this bar. We get in this bar, and we're like, oh, it's just, it was so fun. We're so crazy. Let's get the dish, get the dash, and then we show up, and we crash it. Right? Get it. Yeah. I love it. Thought you'd also like that cup. Oh, what? Now, oh my god. <laughs> this is awesome. It's Gotham. <laughs> Gotham with a ha ha in the smog and a bat symbol. Little Joker gas. Mm-hmm. Tasty? That's some good coffee. Ooh, good to know. You do know you're leaving with this vegan cheese, right? Fabulous. Because I'm never going to. I will eat all of it. It's going down. I might be vegan, but I still eat. <clears throat> That's the funny thing about vegans. If you ever talk to them, they're always eating. It's, like, constant. And they're always talking about food. It's, like, we don't eat 80% of, like, what's out there, but, like, we eat a ton. I love it. <clears throat> All right. I want to try this burger now. So. I'll talk a little bit. <laughs> I'll talk. Love you.
Because I was definitely eating the burger. The whole time I know. I was like, I'm talking, but I'm staring at my food. It looks so good. The reason I did it was uh, the burger was because my buddy uh, Drew, who's the chef over at Mohawk Ben, mm-hmm. they're doing a Impossible Burger, which is like, he was explaining all the science behind it. Like, they broke down mm-hmm. meat to find out what gives it its flavor. And mm-hmm. it was like the humes or something, which is like found in the roots. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, he goes, they do that. He goes, oh, it's definitely genetically modified. I go, you know, in 10 years, we're going to find out that's like worse for you than me. Oh, yeah. I go, eh. He goes, I'm like, I'm still going to try one. It's so good. My favorite thing still is to order a vegan burger at a place and get bacon thrown on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Good? Mm-hmm. Fan of it? Mm-hmm. Good to hear. Thank you. I'm so Miss. happy. I love food. It looks like a fake burger. It looks like, like a one of those ones that you like see on, uh, like a like an advertisement. Jack and you're like that looks really good, but like yeah. something's not right. It always freaks me out when like meat like patties weren't round. I was like, why is it square? Don't knock Wendy's. They're from Ohio originally. But why is it square? Stand out. You can make it a triangle. Then, if you really want to go there, like I would make it like a star. You can make it, I mean, like... Meat stars? Deathly Hollows. Like, <laughs> I would eat that. Like, you know people would show up to buy that. It's the Deathly Hollows burger. The patty is shaped like the symbol. Well, that's what, like, uh, Umami does, too. Like, and, uh... uh oh. shit, what was it? Denny's, I think? We're doing, like, menu, like, food items linked up with bands and stuff. What? There was a Los Lobos breakfast burrito, I think, at Denny's. That's awesome. I want one. I was, like... Seven years ago, I think. Well, seven years ago, I would have had one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that... No, they didn't have anything that linked up with Nickelback. Nickelback? Oh, God. God bless them. Nickelback's coffee. That's where they get their name from, because Wait. it was like two ninety five or a buck ninety five for a cup of coffee, and here's what? Nickelback. I didn't know that. Aren't they Canadian, though? Yeah. They have nickel, like, they yeah, still they call them nickels. nickels in Canada? I yeah, don't know. They like, call them pennies. Like, in the UK, that's like pence, you know what I mean? Like, so that's what I'm like, they call them It's nickels. loonies and toonies, though, Because we call them dollars. quarters, and they just call it 25 pence. No, they call it a quarter. Okay. It looks the same as an American quarter. Yeah. Uh, so we're just like our cousins. <laughs> yes, that's why they call them Like, you're, like, the best expansion of cousins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By, uh... Oh, yeah, but he was talking about how they're making a Big Mac, an Impossible Burger Big Mac, mm-hmm. that I'm going to definitely try in the next week or so. Let me know. I want to come with you. Done. Cool. <laughs> I was like, anytime you want to go on, like, a vegan food excursion or just, you know, I will just show up. Uh, I didn't know Cafe Gratitude was a vegan restaurant. Oh, you didn't? The first three times I went there. It's amazing. I had no idea. It's, like, weirdly positive, but, like, it's amazing. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's amazing. Here's your for the day. Mm-hmm. Somebody actually, we have a, one of the bars I work at, we have the allow me option. Mm-hmm. And somebody's like, well, oh, so you're going to make me a drink based on how I feel? I go, nope, a little, little east of Silver Lake for that one. Uh, I go, if you can give me a basis of what spirit you want and like what you like, definitely. Oh my God. I would love if somebody asked me that. So how, can you make me a drink based on how do you feel, how I feel? Yeah. How do you feel? Cool. You're going to Long Island. <laughs> Anytime or somewhere. Guinness. That would be my answer for everything. <laughs> like, you pick the one? I say whiskey on the rocks. Here you go. They'd be like, no, you're getting shit face. Because however you feel, getting shit face is always fun. That's exactly how I feel today. <laughs> and me watching you getting shit face is even more entertaining for me. I'm so bad. 
Can you tell I'm a youngest child? Like, yes. I'm such an instigator. Because one of the clues of a youngest <laughs> child is letting everyone know they're the youngest. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm the I'm oldest. The <laughs> Poor middle children. Uh, my mom was all three. Oldest, youngest, and middle. So she was Cause she's seven? No, because she's got uh, her family, like her, her and her siblings are spread out enough. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool, though. She's definitely got the middle child, though. The mi- Yeah. Uh, like, my mom is the youngest. My dad is the oldest. It's funny how that works out. My parents are both the second. Both the second? Yeah. I think I'm... Yeah, me and my boyfriend were screwed. We're both the youngest. <laughs> and, like... We've already talked about it. We're like, yes, you know, when kids happen, eventually, sometime far in the future, they're going to be terrors. Yeah. They're going to be very, very, very cute. It's known as payback. They're going to be evil. Oh, yeah. Very cute, but evil. It's in the genes. They're anything like both of us. (laughs) And he put us together. I'm like, oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, dear. But hopefully they'll, they'll be super sweet. Because they'll be terrified of me. Just kidding, I love them. I could see you do it. You're like, I love them. They're not existing yet, but I love them. Yeah. And I feel like I love you. <laughs> but, oh my god, this burger's so good. Good to hear. Uh-huh. Alright. Yeah, it's got a uh, vegan pepper jack cheese on it. <laughs> uh, leeks, mushrooms, beyond meat patty, beyond meat, beef, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not real meat. Feet. I think you can't call fake meat feet. No. <laughs> Bleat? Bluffing meat? I mean, if you want to... Plant-based meat type product. And vegan... And vegan roll. Mm-hmm. It is tasty, though. It's very tasty. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. So what got you into acting, though, originally? You're just like, fuck it, I'm doing this? Um, that's a very good question. Um, I don't know the answer. Um, so, I started acting when I was really, really little. Um, when I was, like, four, we, I was born in Austin, Texas, and when I was, f- we moved to Dallas when I was about four or five, and when I was four, before we moved to Dallas, my dad's a very friendly person. Mm-hmm. He can make friends with anyone. If, including a wolf, it would talk back to him. Um, and he was just like super proud dad moment in an elevator at work. And he was like, oh my God, hi, new person. Like, let me show you my children. Like pulled out his, you know, wallet with all the pictures of us kids. And that woman happened to be a agent, like a talent agent <laughs> in his building. And she was like, oh my God, your kids are really cute. Like you should bring them in. And he was like, Ooh, okay. So my mom brought us in because she's mother. She rules. And... My, I was a little bit too young at the time to really do much. I think I was three or four, but my brother, who's about three and a half years older, was like the perfect age um, and very, very cute. He's Thank God he was born first because he's super cute. Um, I was just fat when I was little. It was, I was cute and I was weird, but I was fat. And he was perfect and he started acting a lot and being the youngest child and also like constantly looking up to my older brother, both physically and actually. <laughs> um... I was always like, I want to do what he does. I want to do what he's doing. I want to do that. 
Um, so I would just follow him everywhere. Like I was in, in school, so my, I just literally I went with him to Young Actors Studio, and I kept bothering them so much, youngest child syndrome, bothering them so much that they finally let me in the class, and I was the youngest kid in the class at like four. Um, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't usually let four-year-olds, but she's just really adamant about it." And so I kept bothering. So I started doing that first. And I did just a lot of commercial print and commercials. Um, and then we moved to Dallas. And then we continued and got a different agent there. Um, and I think I did like one episode of Walker's Texas Ranger. <laughs> and more commercials. And I remember Barney was my acting teacher, a guy named David Joyner. It's real fun. And um, then I think I was around like eight or nine when my brother had stopped acting and I was still acting and I had like this horrible like I just have this horrible memory with I don't remember the cast like a casting director who was visiting from LA and I just remember getting yelled at and I was a child and I wasn't like used to that right from adults the way that I was yelled at and so I was very sensitive to it and I was like I don't want to do this anymore I don't like it and so I quit and I kind of at that point became a professional hobbyist like, I feel like a lot of children do that, you know? Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I want to do ballet. And you do ballet. And you do it for like, you know, six months and you're done. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. And like, I did all of these things. So I gained all of these skills really quickly, but didn't continue with any of them. But acting was one of the things I kept going back to. Like, I kept doing like theater in summer camp. I did theater in elementary school. I did theater in middle school. I did theater in high... Like, I finally went and like really did... We had um, like an advanced theater class that you had to audition for in high school. I ended up just kind of going back and I did that, um, and came out here to Los Angeles to go to USC, which was absolutely by the seat of my pants on a whim. Um, I honest to God, throughout all of high school, thought I was going to go East Coast and thought I was going to do journalism or like international relations. I never in my wildest dreams- Get your lowest line on? Yeah, like, I was, like, dead straight. I was like, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to write about it. I'm going to talk about real shit. Like, get down and dirty. Like, I was, like, really adamant about that and writing and stuff. And, um, and like, being, like, pre- like there's so much stuff. And mm-hmm. I loved it. Like, I, I love being present in the world. And came to USC, completely undecided, had no idea. Um, and I actually segue a little bit. I graduated high school early, um, and didn't want to go into college early and be like that young person that like can't drink, you know, a year before while everybody else is. So rather than going to college early, I went to Berlin. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I remember you lived there for a while. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? (laughs) But I ended up studying abroad and I say study abroad in like quotations because I graduated high school. They put me back in high school but in a different country and I didn't need any credit. So I just partied. I was 18. I just partied. Um, so that was fun. Made <laughs> a lot of friends, made a lot of like, like beautiful friends who I still have to this day. Um, a lot of wonderful memories. If I like, I would love to move back to Berlin. Um, any point. It's just like Zurich for me. Zurich. Love Zurich when I was there. <sighs> I've never been. I was, I was there for a day, but I loved it. I'm going to go. They're actually running an Iron Man that day randomly. Well, you should do that. I am. I'm uh, planning on doing one in two years. Uh, Zurich Iron Man? Mm, I'm thinking Muskoka Lake, Canada, which I just found out is like really expensive realty now. 
Oh. It's uh, where I used to go as a kid when I was growing up. Uh, our family would go there every week. We would like, call it Family Week. Oh, cool. We'd go with... Uh, my grandpa would run a cottage up there. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those weird things. Like, I've never been one of those, oh, there's a celebrity. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell had a hot cabin on that lake. And every time, my dad was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, wow. That's really cool. But we went there until I was like... Maybe in high school, hmm. every summer, and then in high school we switched to um, Cash, Lake Cashwanamac, which is still in Canada, mm-hmm. in north of Caledar, mm. or it's like, I don't know, middle of nowhere Canada, mm-hmm. 10 hour drive from Cleveland. <laughs> I, I love Canada. Everybody's so, so nice. They're not. Well people that I'm at. Except one bus driver, but he's a bus driver, so they're like... A they're very, very polite, but it's really them just being very sarcastic. Oh, it's like where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is always like, oh, Canadians are so nice. I go, I'm related to them. No, they're not. <laughs> I go, but I ask Canadian. My uncles are Canadian. That's awesome. Would you ever move to Canada? No? Oh, what I like... You know what I like... The thing I like about LA is it's very nice out all the time. Yeah. And I do actually like snow. I just don't like inconsistent snow. Uh, and that's why I don't like Cleveland as much. Because winter is just... It's shitty out. Not like, oh my god, it's snowing out. Like, there's a whole storm. It's it's just shitty. Oh, yeah. Like, one time I was home and I was, like, looking at the sky. And I, look, I go to my mom and go, why is the sky, like, that, like, sick gray? She goes, that's what it always looks like. I go... Oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not here. <laughs> I'm like, meanwhile, I'm like, what snow? <laughs> I'm actually going up to Big Bear in less than a month for another Spartan race. <gasps> I'm doing two more this year, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to try and do the trifecta thing next year where you like do a sprint, a medium length one, like mm-hmm. six to eight miles, and then a full one, which is like 10 to 12. Wow. Wow. How are your knees? They're not a fan of my decisions. Bless you. And the one, both bars I work at, I've been going up the, up and down the steps way too much lately. Because the one bar, the kitchen is downstairs, Ooh. so when we need to get food... Wait, kitchen and the keg room are downstairs. Uh. And the ice machine. Mm. Why would they put kegs downstairs? That's just evil. That's where the keg cooler is. Okay. That's fair. One of the guys who I work with one day comes up to me. He's like, can you not lift a cake by yourself? Because some of us get the idea that we can do it too. And then we hurt ourselves when we try. Aww. I go, who was... I go, I, who thought that they could do it because they saw me doing it? Ooh. The guy's like, Uh-oh. well, it was me, but I saw you do it with ease. <laughs> and I go, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking twice your size, and I've been doing this for 16 years. Mm-hmm. No, I don't fuck with kegs. Yeah, I'm twice your size, too. You are. I just stare at them. <laughs> Can, oh, it happened. Awesome. Thank yeah, you. that's exactly what happens. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> I'm like, thank God for the guys at work. <laughs> I, can't, I can't look shit. I'm so sad. I do, yeah, I... Grab four ice buckets and just walk up the stairs with them. Four. <laughs> oh my god. Getting, I'm training for Scotland next year. Scotland! I'm going to Scotland with Scotland! my brother next year. I'm so excited. Scotland! 
I love Scotland. I've never been. I've only tell. No, and you like it? Find find it enjoyable. Scotland. Okay. <laughs> Wait, where? Scotland. <laughs> Guys, we're completely sober. By the way, this is us completely sober. We're drinking coffee and water. Ooh! Yay! Yay! Oh, but yeah, I'm going to try and... I'm going with my brother on a trip there, because I wanted to... I was supposed to go 10... Shit, I'm out of college 10 years now, this year, next year. Out of college? Yeah. I just had my 10-year high school reunion. Sucked. I didn't go. Next year is my 10-year college and 15-year high school. Oh. I'm older than you. <laughs> you old man. I'm not, I'm not an old You're man. Old. You're not old. I've got the joints of an old man. <laughs> I've been old for like 10 years. <laughs> my uh, mom last night was asked, she's like, or a couple weeks ago, she says, I was saying something about my knees and my ankles. She goes, Dave, you're too young to be having, I'm like, yeah, but I've also been overweight for all my life. <laughs> yeah. I just have really bad knees. Yeah. I know I'm going to need like two knee replacements. Like it's just a given. I'm just hoping that there's like, when we both probably have to do that, mm-hmm. there's like, it's not the, what it is now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's better. I know. It's so crazy that they can replace your joints. Absolutely. My mom just had a knee replacement, like, end of... I want to say beginning of July. And first of all, she's crazy. I love my mother. She's crazy, and I say that in a fantastic way. I realize I use a lot of words that most people have a negative connotation to, but I have a very positive connotation of, so I always feel like I have to clarify. I'm like, yeah, that's weird. No, in a good way. Um... My mom called me two hours after surgery and was like, I'm walking around the hospital. And I was like, what? You just had a full knee replacement and you're doing what? She's like, I mean, I got a walker and I'm like moving pretty slow, but I'm moving. And I was like, okay, like mom, you should like rest, you know, and like take some time, get some sleep. You literally just had a whole part of your body kind of replaced, basically. She's like, no, 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 I'm fine. The next day, though, she called. She was like, I'm, I'm so, I'm out. I've made a huge mistake. Yeah, like, I can't. I just, like, I can't. I can only eat Jell-O. <laughs> like, you can't like, even eat Jell-O anymore. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, it's fine. I don't like that much anyways. Jell-O's delicious. Delicious. So, I have a weird texture thing with, like, like pudding I never liked, milkshakes I didn't like. So, yeah. How do you not like milkshakes? Scrub. Well, first of all, I was allergic to milk growing up, so. Oh, yeah. But then secondly, like, just the texture, it's like. I might get a milkshake when I'm going to pick my tips up today. (laughs) Hey, money and a milkshake. Jeez, I, uh, Mm -hmm. aside from the last three nights, I've been trying to cut back my drinking, and when I cut back my drinking, like, pretty much cut it out, Mm -hmm. I have the biggest sugar tooth. Like, I devour sweets. I'm, like, looking everywhere for them. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm, like, trying to not have that sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. But it is, like, ooh. Sugar's a drug. Oh, very much so. Absolutely. Well, it's amazing. It's amazing thing. Yeah. But, you know. When I go, like, a week without eating, like, sugar. That's crazy, isn't it? I have no desire. But as soon as I, like, have some, I'm, like. And then you have the headaches. If you, like, really cut it out hard. You get, like, massive headaches. Yeah. That's horrible. It's like coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, like, one or two cups of coffee a day. Mm. Like, I usually have, like, a bulletproof, like, a butter and coconut milk coffee. Or not coconut milk. Uh, coconut oil. MCT oil yeah, coffee yeah. in the morning. 
and then maybe another cup later in the day, mm-hmm. and a cup of tea around some. I love tea. Tea's so good. Tea is like I always forget. Like it's I forget about tea, and then I remember tea. <laughs> like oh yeah, this thing exists. And I have so much of it too. And I actually, it's so funny because I'm such a lover of coffee. I think it's because it helps me, like, move in the morning. It's not... It doesn't really hardly move in the morning. It's more... Like, I don't have it for the first two hours I'm awake. Oh, really? Okay. I, for, I was reading some article about how if you drink coffee... Like, drinking coffee in the first two hours you're awake, it's actually working against your like, hormone... Or something in your body that's waking you up. Oh, okay. Well, I'll slow that down. I'll try. <laughs> Yeah, you should try to get a workout in before I go grab coffee. That makes sense. Except the last three days I didn't work out because... Good for you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not in terms of, like, not working out. In terms of, like, just work, working out before coffee. I I don't move. Like, it's it's a weird thing. I actually told my boyfriend when he first, like, we moved in together. <laughs> I, I had to warn him. So I grew up with... I have a brother who is lovely and I have a lot of cousins who are mostly male and I'm also like the youngest so I'm wait you're the youngest uh I, I technically know, have I didn't know you're the youngest <laughs> like on also with all my cousins like I technically have some other cousins that are younger than me but I never like really see them and yeah. growing up so growing up in like our pool of family extended family I was so spoiled but like I you mean being the youngest and the only girl? Yeah. Oh, I was so spoiled. It was crazy. I forgot what I was saying, though. Darn it. Too much coffee. <laughs> my, uh... My family, the one fa- my mom's family, I'm smack dab in the middle of all the grandkids. Mm. I have three older, three younger. Bless you. My dad's family, I was the first. Mmm, <laughs> okay. My mom, I, uh... <laughs> I display my birth certificate... Says I'm American and Canadian. That's awesome. Wait, do you have dual citizenship? No. I looked into it and I just kind of kept hitting walls. What? Is either are either of your parents have dual My dad does now. Oh he does. He finally got his citizenship American citizenship after living here for forty five years. Oh, so your dad had Canadian citizenship. Yeah. You could get Canadian citizenship. I know. I'm debating whether I want to or not. If your father is a Canadian. Yeah. You it should. was uh I would. I know. Justin! Justin! Justin. Oh. Prime Minister up there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. Oh, come on. The dude can do a one-handed push-up. Like, the, the bromance that happened between, like, him and Obama just... <laughs> that That's some life goals for me. Those are life goals. Create a bromance between... Justin and Obama? Oh, God, yes. (laughs) I just want you guys to be besties. Yes, and with Joe Biden, of course. You cannot leave out Joe. I'm sorry. That was one of my favorite things about the last election, were the Biden memes. Oh, my God, yes. They were so fucking hilarious. I love Joe Biden. I was just laughing. He was really attractive when he was younger, too. (laughs) Like, honestly, you look at photos of him, and you're like, oh, my God, yes. Oh Jesus! I, uh, <laughs> I yeah, I 
just enjoyed them a lot. They were so <laughs> stupid, but so funny. Oh my god, I loved everything about it. Or like, um, you know what I loved? I loved every, well I love pretty much everything, single thing Michelle Obama does, but I just loved all of the, cause it was like when she like no longer had to be the first lady, she could wear her opinions on her face. They were just glorious. Like, when she met Trump, and I was like... She's just like, I don't give a fuck. It was just, oh, girl. I was like, there's that sass. There it is. I love it. I love you, girl. <laughs> I want to be besties with you, too. Just handing out those bestie cards left oh, and God, right. Oh, God, yeah. I got a couple. I was thinking... Oh, who was I talking to? Oh, uh, I was thinking this morning, I watched this beautiful... Okay, let me just preface this. I love John Oliver. He is amazing. I would love to be his best friend as well. Like, he can join my bestie club. Bree's bestie club. Um, because There's Crisp up there. Oh, it's just, I mean, like, every single thing that man does and says, I adore. I thought it was hilarious that he bought those tickets and gave them away for, uh... It was the... Was it the Yankees Stadium? Oh, I don't know. It was something like he just he goes, if you will wear the most ridiculous thing, because they were the seats were like ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. I forget why. There was like something because they were trying to price certain people out of sitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, God. I just love everything he does. And I watched this video this morning. I think it was an, an older video that he had done um, about gun control. I like. Have you seen that one with Australia? The best thing on the gun control, like stand up bit ever. Yeah. Is Jim Jeffries. Okay, I need to watch that. You. That's going down. It's about Australia. But yeah, they. It's have... from it's from a few years ago, and it's he goes. It, he, one of the bits in it is it's more expensive to buy a gun in Australia, like a full automatic assault rifle. Yeah. Than like, if you're getting one to rob something. You're pretty much spending that money to buy that gun. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't know because I'm, I'm not that well versed in the history of Australia. Let, let me say that out. a bunch of inmates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean the old, old history, but like any of like anything, yeah. I just don't know that much. Um, and also like I hated history just all around growing up. I, I like history. I like science. I was weird. I was like, ooh, cool. Put this together. Put this together. Woo. I like both. I... I kind of like both. I didn't like writing growing up, but now I don't mind. It's so funny how we change when we're older. Now yeah. I like love history. I'm like, oh, that's fascinating. You're like, oh shit, this happened already. Yeah, wow. What the? I didn't they know had, that. Like, they had that whole revamping of their gun control laws. Yeah. And John Oliver interviewed that the guy who was prime minister at that time, who was a conservative prime minister, and was like, they were have they had I think thirteen mass murders in eighteen years, and. He became prime minister, and he completely revamped Australia's gun. And now they have none, and they have had none because they took like they took them away. I was like, oh, fabulous! And it was so interesting because I'm not sure who exactly he was interviewing, but I know it was definitely a very, very conservative. I, okay, I'm gonna say I am not a huge proponent of guns, um, even though my father owns quite a few. Um, 
Me personally, I'm like, I don't have to hunt and kill food anymore. Like, I don't, I'm fine. Yeah, like, I just have to graze. Like, it's cool. I got a sword. Like, uh, whatever. I know you have a sword. <laughs> yeah, I do have a sword. It's so random. Because you and I both got it at the same time. I know. I think technically mine's a katana, but, um, yeah. Yeah, you have the proper samurai sword. I have a katana. But I just, it was like one of those things. This guy, the logic in this video was so funny. Oh, the guy. You, you have to watch the... Jim Jeffries one then. Okay. I'm probably going to make you watch it before you leave. Okay. I will happily. Like, I love... But it's... He is... His stuff is really fun. I haven't watched his show that he's got on TV right now. Mm. But he's got a... Uh, his one television show is funny. They got canceled a couple years ago. But he had... Uh, his last special on Netflix, I was laughing my ass off. He was like... Talking about having a son and taking his son to get his shots, and then thinking that he gave his son autism because he got them the shots. <laughs> like, he got all the shots at one time. <laughs> and so that's why the kid was just like. Because <laughs> he's like, I didn't want my, I didn't want his mother to know I was doing it because she didn't believe in it. <laughs> give, your shit a, give your shit a shot. Wow. Kids. Kids. English is harder. <laughs> I'm also part Japanese. I yes. <laughs> Are you? So you play you you enjoyed playing the mean girl part though. Yes. Oh yeah. Back to that and the whole reason why I was an actor. <laughs> no, you're like you say how you're like oh I played a mean like you wanted to play the mean girl. Yeah, and that was really fun. It was something I hadn't really had a chance to do yet, and I wanted to do it. Um, and it was just it was just fun. It was a super short shoot. I'm trying to think of, and like now I feel like with, hopefully with the trajectory of my career, um, or the career I would like to have, I want to just, I want to play parts that I enjoy, A, which I enjoy most things, so that's pretty easy, um, and I want to play parts that are like challenging, that are exciting, they get like, I mean, I'm fine playing hot chick number three. But I would, I love it when you're like, oh. When hot chick number three has a name. Yeah, well, no, it's just hot chick number three usually. Um, but hey, at least you have hot chick. Yeah, I mean, cool. It's better I mean, than frumpy girl. <laughs> no, I'll be frumpy. I think frumpy girl is more interesting though. You know what I mean? Like you get to have fun as frumpy girl. You get to like dress like a homeless, which I already can do regularly. Well, that's because um, you live in. Yeah. Hipster area. <laughs> and also, I probably still have, like, my brother's basketball shorts from, like, seventh grade. Um, so, I, and I still fit in them, so I haven't changed sizes. They're pajama pants, actually. Yeah, they, they are. <laughs> so, I, it's just one of those things, I'm like, I like playing those, like, fun characters, those interesting characters, things that I haven't done yet, or haven't done before, or it's a challenge in terms of, like, my craft or whatever. And I think you, like, as a human, I think we constantly grow, and I think we constantly move forward, and I also love learning. Getting very philosophical on you. Um, hey, it's cool. You're you're fine. And I just, like, that was one character I knew I'd always wanted to play, and I hadn't had the chance to really do it before. Um, so I did it. I mean, I've always played, you know, in class or something, like, doing scenes in class or, theater, like, plays. But doing it in front of the cameras, I just, it's so fun. I'm trying to think. And then I also... Ah, uh, I've, I've played the stoner. No. Called. Played it or... I've played the stoner. <laughs> video game stoner. Which is also... That's game on, right? Yes. How's that coming along? Or... That... Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I think they're still trying to finish it. Last <laughs> time I checked... Well, okay, this is crazy. So, 
one of the directors of that film did three feature films back to back to back, like physical production. Shit. So, and one of them is called The Monster Project, um, and that actually just came out, and they it's doing really, really well. Yeah. Um, and I know, I did talk to them, they said they did want The Monster, Monster Project out first, because marketing for horror films is just so much it's so much easier people love horror also this time of the year for horror films i'm not i've never got into it i'm everyone i know I really, seems to love it i just i want to be in one but yeah. honestly i am way too freaking skittish to watch one i'm that person who don't want to take to the theater and then people actually they try to like they'll be like oh, i'll buy you your ticket like i'll buy you a drink like just, I just come i just don't like them i'm not like i i literally i had to tell like some of my coworkers the other day because they were like, oh, let's, we're, let's do, like, a, a co-worker thing and I'll go to Halloween Horror Nights. I was like, no, I can't do it. And they're like, but it'll be so much fun. Like, it's so... I was like, no, you don't understand. I'm entertaining for the first about 20 minutes for everybody else. Because I'm losing my shit. And then after 20 minutes, I'm just annoying. Because I just scream. Like, no. bloody murder. And I fall on the floor. And I curl up into a little ball. And I don't move. Um, <laughs> I'm way, I'm just too, way too skittish for that. I don't like... I never, I never got on Hollywood Horror Nights. Like, I don't like people jumping out at me. Yeah. I don't, I just don't like it. Like, I asked, I did the Haunted Maze last year, which was like a challenge for myself. I was like, I think I can sit in this car with this hay, I'll take some Benadryl, and we'll go around and people will kind of be, but I'll like see them coming, so it'll be fine. So you know what's going on. Yeah. Well, for the first time in all the years I've ever done the Haunted Maze last year... They had us get off and walk through a maze, which is exactly what I didn't want to do, um, which is why did the hayride instead? And I hit this girl in the face. And I didn't do it on purpose, but they're like, I guess, trained to like get into your peripheral where you, they can't, you can't see them, yeah. and then you turn and they're there. And I just clear, like, went up and, like I said, grew up with all boys. Oh, this is where I was going to. Like, so... I have, like, an instant hit people kind of thing, and I have to, like, warn people, like, my boyfriend, when you wake me up, don't shake me. Just wake me up with some coffee. Don't shake the brie. Yeah, don't do it. Just don't do it. Just put a piece of, like, a glass or a mug of coffee right next to my head. That's how you wake me up. It's super easy. Um, but don't touch, like, don't shake me. I actually hit my father in the face when I was 16. He know he will, he hasn't woken me up ever since. Um, because of my brother being an absolute turd. So I hit this girl because also like it's it's a reflex. As one does. So straight up hit her, and then I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I'm so like, I luckily I didn't get taken out. Like I didn't they didn't like walk me off, but like like uh. Well, it's one of those things. Our natural reaction if something scares us and we don't know what's going on is (laughs) yeah, fight or flight. So it's apparently yours is fight. It's a little bit of both. Like, she was dressed as a skeleton, so she got hit, but the dude with the clown, dude in the clown outfit, the thing, I just straight up, I sprinted. I left my friend behind. I felt really bad, because the couple who was behind us, my friend, we both hate clowns. It was my friend Irina. We're, like, holding hands, because we're terrified through this maze, and we're like, ah, and all of a sudden, this dude with the clown pops out with the chainsaw. I scream. And I just take off at a full sprint. And, like, literally, does. nobody else in the maze was doing this. Like, I ran past everybody. And there was a couple behind me that was, like, yelling at me. They're like, you're, lo- you're leaving your friend. Don't leave your friend. She- Meanwhile, she's standing there, screaming bloody murder. <laughs> and then I got to the end, and I was like, oh, that was, oh, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck. Have to 
go back. Fuck, fuck. Turn around, run all the way back, grab her, and I'm like, come on. I would have cared. I could just imagine Arena standing just... Oh, she was just terrified. She hated it. She loved... Like, we both loved it, but hated it. It was one of those... So whose idea was it to go? Mine. Wait, so you don't like Haunted... Nope. And then you... It was your idea? Yep. Okay, cool. Well, it was essentially... This is why I don't plan things, like, anymore for anything. Others, yeah. Other than our one friend's birthday every year. Yeah, I plan, like, certain things for certain people, but, like, other plan things, I'm like, I can't. I'm not bothered. And so I was planning an alumni event. I was trying to. (laughs) The film fraternity, Delta Kappa Alpha, that I was in at USC. And... Thing with like alumni events is like people are either really gung ho or they're just not at all. And like we were trying to kind of set up the alumni association at the time. So we weren't quite like fully set up. And in those beginning stages, when you're not fully set up and like you're trying to get people who have jobs, you know what I mean? They're not like in school, they're like already have lives set up to do stuff. It's a little bit harder. Um, so I had planned this event and like <laughs> Nobody showed up, and I was like, "Oh, okay, it's cool." That's how the alumni event I went to out here was a couple years. Uh, right? The first year I think I lived out here, they had a graduates from my high school and like like our sister schools. Yeah, they had for some random reason had an alumni event. Yeah, in Santa Monica, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll go." Yeah, and nobody shows up. No one was there. It's so crazy. Like it's so weird to me. I was like, "What the fuck?" But, I mean, like, I had tickets, and, like, to be fair, I was like, okay, I'm a little older now, like, I could I could give this a try, give this another go. It's been a couple years since I've tried another haunted anything. So I went, and I had, like, Irina came, super sweet, and just ended up being a duo. And you abandoned her. <laughs> yeah, I, unfortunately, yeah. I bought her a drink afterwards, she was fine. <laughs> I could see that. She... Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so, so, so sorry. Needless to say, I most likely, probably, I would recommend you go if you love it, but I will probably not be there. Yeah, I have some, I have friends who go to Hollywood Horror Nights every year. No interest. Ever. <laughs> like, oh, no. Nope, 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 nope. I'm like, I'll go to Disneyland. I'm going to Disneyland. I still haven't been to Disneyland. What? You, i thought you knew that. I think I knew that, and I keep forgetting, but then I keep thinking, like, oh, maybe he's gone. I still haven't gone. No. Lived out of here for eight years now. Still have not gone. We should go. It's fun. I hear that. With, uh, with, uh, Adriana. She's I will next been, level Disney. I, I know. I keep wanting to do the, uh, Marvel run that they've been doing. Mm. But I all, like, there's something I have going on that weekend The last, since I've started doing half marathons. Mm-hmm. There's always something going on that weekend. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to do the, it's the Infinity Gauntlet Challenge. <laughs> is it like a 5K? I could do a 5K. It's a, they have a 5K, a 5K, but it's a 5K with a half marathon. No, I'll do a 5K. You can do the half marathon. I know. I I'll want tag to. you. Tag, you're it. You're in. Right. Your turn. Go. But I want the Infinity Gauntlet. Fine. Let me, let me get the gauntlet. You want- <laughs> have you not seen my oven mitt? Wait, no. What's your oven? Oh, no. So, he's getting his oven mitt. <laughs> Boom. And it's the Infinity Gauntlet. Honestly, I think you would absolutely love the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Oh, there's a Guardian of the... Jesus. Yes, it's insane. It's amazing. Fine, we'll go one day and then I'm not working. We'll, we'll bring Jamie. All right, cool, cool. Because Jamie's like... 
I love, like, I love my boyfriend. He gets a little grumpy because he's, like, not super into Disney. He's also foreign, so he, like, didn't grow up with Disney the same way as Americans did. And, like, so he goes, and he has just a completely different... He doesn't get as excited as, like, myself. And AG money? Yeah, and AG money. So me and her get... And he's just like, what? Like, huh? So I think it'd be nice to have, like, another mellow... <laughs> mellow guy there. And he does... He actually does like Guardians. I got him into Guardians. It's just for me... Like, I don't have... I'm trying to think what my next day off is. Oh, no. And so at the we're going to have to plan this yeah. for, like... At the moment, I have zero... Saturday. End of October or something. Saturday is my day off. No, I don't know. Saturday. No. Uh, because I'm going to San Jose to run a half marathon on Sunday. Ah, uh, okay. And then what else I got going on that I'm working? Mm. I'm doing it to myself right now just because being helpful. <laughs> no, it's great. Oh. Work, 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 work. No, I like work. Keeps me out of trouble. You know, I always thought it kept me out of trouble, but I've realized lately it doesn't keep me out of trouble. It actually, when I do have time off, it leads me into more trouble. It perpetuates trouble. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's more, I gotta make it up. I gotta make up for lost time. Oh. <laughs> I try to fill up that trouble that I could get into in a diluted way mm-hmm. into a very, very concentrated dose of trouble, which causes ripple effect. <laughs> I, I think the concentrated doses of trouble is part of the reason I'm saying <laughs> I think you've gotten so, like, you've definitely, from when I first met you, four years ago? That sounds accurate. Sounds about right. Yeah, four years ago. Like, you've definitely calmed down. You don't see me as much. That's true. You saw me a lot. I could be pulling shit out of my ass right now. I am calming down, but there's still that wild hair. Mm -hmm. And that wild hair gets me in trouble. (laughs) See, I just love sleep. I don't like sleep. You don't like sleep? I don't like sleep. Why I'm don't like sleep? forcing myself to get six hours now. What? It, like, for the last ten years, I was regularly sleeping four to six hours. How do you do that, like, physically? I didn't say I'm healthy. Because, <laughs> I mean, I know there's probably, there's, I, I, I think, I think there's this scientific study that says females need more sleep than males. You just eventually get used to it. But, like, I... Just, no, I need sleep. Like, yeah. I become narcoleptic if I don't get enough sleep. And it's actually very scary because it's, I have a gift of where I can sleep anywhere. I can't sleep on planes. I can sleep on planes. When I can I sleep s- upside down. I can sleep right side up. I can sleep. When I do sleep on planes, I usually get asked if I was in the military because of how I sit. Oh, uh, okay. And I just like put my arms down and just kind of head down. Yeah. Because it's impossible for me. Like. It's not a restful sleep. I don't want to be rude to the guy behind me and lean my chair back. You're so nice. And then I'm just kind of... Yeah. I wish, like... Yeah. I feel like airplane sleep is just... It's just lost lost hours of your life that you're never going to get back. Because even if you sleep on an airplane, it's never restful. I usually try to take a red eye back home. Mm. And I, when I get home, I end up sleeping for four to six hours. Even though I, like, try it because I'm in and out of sleep consciousness. Yeah. Like, oh man, back when I used to travel a hell of a lot more, um, I would like, I would always have to take those 6am flights because flying standby, my mother works for, um, an airlines. So I used to have amazing flight benefits, but flying standby, if any of you guys are like airline children or work for airlines, you know, 
you just get the empty seats that aren't sold. Yeah. Or whatever seats when people don't show up. So the best seats to try or the best times to go for those flights are stupid early in the morning. Because people generally sleep through their alarm clock or whatever it is. I've so, definitely been yeah, one who's missed more than one flight. Oh, God. It's like, so, but those are the best flights to try and get on if you're standby. And, like, I mean, it's the worst. Because you just, you yourself don't get any sleep. Um, but now I'm like, oh, man, I have to pay for my flights? That sucks. But at the same time, I'm like, well, then I'm going at noon. Yeah. So if I am stuck in an airport for whatever reason... I am not severely sleep-deprived and ready to shank someone. So, it's so much nicer to be like, oh, okay, I've actually had eight hours of sleep. I've got a laptop. Like, I can sit here with some Wi-Fi and, like, get some work done or, like, read a book and just kind of chill. I'd be doing the same thing at home on a day off anyways. So, I'm like, I will take that. I'm trying to use that time now. (laughs) Yeah. It's so hard. Sometimes just like, ah, you start flipping through shit. And I use wireless headphones. I think I drunkenly might have lost mine last night. Uh, <laughs> second pair in the past year. <laughs> Jamie lost his in Vegas ooh. somewhere. And I actually, ooh, if I do lose them, I need to get a new pair before I go up to San Jose. Because I do not want to run another half marathon without headphones. Yes. I ran two or three in a row without headphones. Oh, no. It was, that's the one. Do you listen to music or do you like... I've actually listened to either a book on tape or podcast. Uh, that, see, that actually makes sense to me because you're just like... I put it on tw- uh, twice as fast and listen to it while I'm running. That actually is really cool. I like that idea. Uh, Audible can get up to three times as fast, mm. but you have to build because you can't go like start off with, oh, I'm listening to it twi- two times as fast. Because you're like, oh, what the fuck are they sound like chipmunks? Oh, okay. That but like, you, you go to like one and a half, then two, then two and a half. Interesting. But some of the podcasts I listen to, I've put them on uh, one like regular speed after I've been listening to them for months. And twice as fast. And I'm like, these guys talk fucking slow. <laughs> like it's just, uh, I'm like, it sounds so much better fast. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't even know that did that. Like the one, I, actually, the one I do listen to uh, regular speed sometimes is the uh, Brink of Midnight one. Okay. Solely because he puts a song on at the end. Okay. And I'll change it to regular speed so the song doesn't. Yeah. So I'm. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. I use um, what is it called? There's an app uh, called Overdrive. There's two. No, there's three. There's an app called Overdrive, RB Digital, and Hoopla. There's three apps. If you have a Los Angeles library card, you can go online for free and check out audiobooks. Jesus. And, and you've told me about that before. Yeah, it's amazing. Because, like, if if I bought every book or thing that I listened to, like, I would, <laughs> I would be the Citadel, like, in Game of Thrones. I would have that many books. Also... I would, I would love a book room. I want a library. I want a library. That's like I'm building. When I buy a house one day. What was I <laughs> listening to? Uh, I'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah. Want a library. I want a so library. Badly. Oh my God, yes. With hardback books. Like, yes, the classic. Oh, it's going to be so glorious. My dad collected books, so he has so many. Love books. I, love I did start buying some albums, though. Like vinyls. That's fabulous. I don't have a record player. You can get a record player. There's some great ones out there now. The other reason is I have no place to put them. Put one. Oh, honey. 
I could put it somewhere, but I You just, need some help? I'm real good at fitting a lot of stuff in a tiny space. I know. I've like, been to your place. I, mm-hmm. And we watched a Disney movie. We did. Oliver and Company. Oh, my God. Why <laughs> should I worry? Why should I care? I still don't have my register back. I can't sing to save my life, and I did karaoke last night, uh, Like a Stone by Audio Slave. I'm so bad at karaoke. Usually someone will come up and say... I'm gonna help you. Random strangers. Mm. I'm like, all right. <laughs> well, then you're perfect for hanging out with Jamie. <laughs> Is he about as bad as karaoke? Y'all be just two peas in a pod. I'll probably see him on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's so. That's so. Fun. I did teach him. I was like, babe, just stay in your register. Stay in your register. Once he figured, like, he found that, he was like, oh. Because he has, like, this very deep, as you know, like, it's weirdly loud, but, like, just, he's got this very full, deep voice. But that is his range. There's no above it, and there's no below it. It's just this range. And he would try to sing, and it would crack, and it would, it was just like, there's, what? I don't, I don't ever try to, I usually do <clears throat> Pearl Jam because I can mumble it. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't try to do Queen? I see another set. I can't even do that right now. No. <laughs> it's got a bush, got a bush, can I do the fandango? And I think last week or two weeks ago, I did a song from Hercules. Wait, like the animated one? Yeah. Who put the glad in glad here? Yeah. And that one. Who cute <laughs> Love that movie. Oh my god, yes. That was that movies with Adriana will just sing the whole time. Done. <laughs> well, she, I had her on a couple weeks ago. She, she, she mentioned it. She's out with fun. I forgot what I made her. Oh, some sort of food. She seemed to like it. <laughs> no, I gotta get back to doing the keto because I just felt so much better when I was on keto. Do you need any almond flour? I have almond flour. Okay, because I have a five pound bag. Why? Because I was kind of doing like paleo before I went vegan, huh? And, um... I went to Costco. I have a Costco <laughs> card, so if you need anything. I have a Costco card, too, that I never use. Right. I never use it. Right. I actually got to go in the next week or two to get my eyes checked. Because um, I'm running low on contacts. I should go. I just need... One day, I'm just going to go and just, like, before it expires, I'm just going to buy all the alcohol, and that'll be what I use it for. What do you need alcohol? You want gin? I got gin. <laughs> you do have a lot of alcohol. And I'll take whatever you don't want. I, ne- I never drink at home. That's solely for me working on stuff. Oh. And I never work on stuff anymore. Oh. Uh, I got one last question, because we're hitting that hour mark. Hour. What is your Impressa mate meal? Like, if you're having someone over, your boyfriend, mm-hmm. what would you make them like, I want to impress you? Oh, man. Damn. I can't cook. Um, yes, you can. <laughs> I impress a man. Impress a human. <laughs> I can impress a dog really well. Like, they're real fun. They're easy. They're real great. Um, I'm a baker. I know. You make very good baked goods. Thank you. So, I would say... Oh, it's a coffee book. Um, right? I didn't know that. That's why I thought. I was like, you're going to be excited by this cup. That's awesome. I make really good cheesecakes. This is not a lie. So, it's something that, because I love cheesecake, and going vegan is going to be real fun, me trying to figure this out, but um, I love cheesecake. So, what I would most likely do, 
<clears throat> to try and impress a human is make uh, something I actually physically can cook without killing myself. Like, I don't know, something. I can make like yakisoba. That's like one of my favorite foods. What? Uh, it's a Japanese like stir fry noodle dish. Okay. Super easy. Like, love it. But like, that's like, okay, cool. I made some noodles, Brad. But like, then I'd be like, but I can bake. <laughs> Uh, because none of you can see that smile. It was hilarious. <laughs> Bree actually had her one hand out, just, ah, I can bake. Yeah, like, you know what, you can find food anywhere, but can you find this? I once, God bless, I love, so I always make a cheesecake for the holidays, um, every time I go home, and it's one of these things now that me and one of my good friends, like, best friends from high school, we get together over the holidays, back in our hometown, and we drink, and we make cheesecakes. And we catch up. So we're always drunk by the end of it, but it's great because it's already done. Yeah. Um, we made once this really gorgeous, it was like a dark chocolate rum cheesecake with like a cocoa, um, it was like a chocolate and graham cracker base. And because we were drinking and we were baking and our recipe involved alcohol we were like oh let's just put a little more in there yeah make sure it doesn't go bad oh yeah of course so it was funny because like the next day like the whole family comes over for christmas dinner or and my grandmother who is now she's 90 this year lived to a beautiful you know she's still kicking loving it and she's also japanese and very very funny and she gets her dessert and is like ooh, ooh." <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> and it was just fabulous. I don't do the bake thing. I you can't do, do it. Thing? You can cook, though. I don't... Uh, I like cooking because I don't need to be precise. Mm. See, that's why I like baking. That's why I don't like baking. Because you have to be so precise. Uh, you get to a point. It's one of those things like... Where there's and there are certain things where you don't have to be precise from the get go, and this other, and you just create something from like whatever your imagination is. But then with baking, it's like one of those things where like there are a set of rules, as you know, issued by science. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like if I put too much water, it's going to be runny. You know, if I put too much flour, if I don't put eggs, like oh shit. Um, but like once you learn those rules and you figure out what each kind of thing does and the effect of each thing. Then you play. Cause, yeah. And there's... there's you learn the rules to break the rules. Absolutely. And then you can do whatever the fuck you want. Because you're like, oh, I know. If I put an extra egg in here, this is what's going to happen. If I cook it at this thing, this is going to happen. One of my favorite shows to watch is The Great British Bake Off. I highly recommend it. <laughs> I'm talking at the phone. I highly recommend it. I sometimes watch, uh, after too much Ono Pen, <laughs> I've, uh... Or when I make something. Mm-hmm. Involving that, I will find myself watching Chopped on Netflix. I've definitely marathoned that. Mm -hmm. So, Dog Park, Mm -hmm. Great British Bake Off. Yep. Uh, You're in a couple of those Ratchet Rachels with. I did one. I saw you in the first one. I'm in the flashback series, so I don't know if I will come back because I'm in the 90s. 
<laughs> so, I mean, if we do any more flashbacks to the 90s, I will definitely be present. Because um, I am 100% 90s child, but technically I'm 80s, but you know. Um, I'm full-blown 80s child. <laughs> yeah, I'm an 80s child, but I remember the 90s the best. We all do. So, uh, yeah, and it's just moving onward, forward. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much for coming through today, Brie. Thank you for feeding me. You're welcome. You know I always enjoyed you that. We're oh, going to have to do one with waffle, vegan waffles next time. Oh, God, please, yes. And we'll have our good friend AG Money come too. AG Money. And then we'll do some hooing. Hoo-hoo! Right? Hoo-hoo! <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and thank you, Brie. Thank Ta-ta. you. I got those on my suit. Tight. Whatever she said. Ta-ta. Bye. <laughs>